I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. With Lee Lonsberry, from Utah's Capitol Hill to your schools, Texas, and all the breaking news. Hear it on Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry on KSL News Radio. Welcome back. 137. Oh, 138 now. They clicked over. Here in the KSL newsroom, uh, welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we're going to uh, deviate from the plan. As I told you when we kicked off the program, we had a uh, you know a full, complete plan ready to go here today. And then as I looked out the window walking into the studio, I thought, oh, you know what? You know, that snow out there, it may change things. Uh, right downtown Salt Lake City right now, the snow's coming down pretty heavy as I look out the window here at Broadcast House. And I have a few of uh, UDOT cameras pulled up looking specifically at uh, Sardine Canyon, looking at Logan Canyon, looking at some other areas, including near uh, 600 North in Salt Lake City on I-15. Uh, a lot of slowdowns, a lot of incidents uh, to help us sort it all out and to get some general tips for those looking to navigate here today. Uh, welcome to the program, John Gleason with UDOT. John, sir, welcome to the program. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great, Lee. Thanks for having me on. I'm always here for you when plans change. Good deal. Well, thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> t- tell me a big picture. Where should uh, where should folks be uh, paying attention right now? Well, the canyon areas. I think you hit the nail on the head. Uh, Logan Canyon, Sardine Canyon, those are the areas that are seeing a lot of issues right now. Parley's Canyon, we're, we're seeing some issues, a lot of slush up there, but but um, you know, not as much as uh, as say those canyons up north, and then of course, Big and Little Cottonwood Canyon. We've had a few slide-offs today where uh, people maybe have gone up there with ill-equipped tires, and and we've had to pull some people out. But uh, but other than that, down here on the valley floors right now, we're just looking at wet roads. Again, a reminder that even if it's just uh, wet roads, you want to slow down and drive for those conditions. A question I have for you: something I've, a situation I've faced myself uh, in, you know, over the years living here in Utah. Uh, you're, you're up in a canyon. Uh, all of a sudden, the weather picks up. You are in some, you know, two-wheel drive vehicle without chains or without snow tires or anything like that. W- what do you do when it becomes very clear that you are ill-equipped for the situation in which you find yourself? Well, Lee, I think the best answer is don't go up into those canyon areas if you're not prepared to drive in winter weather because any of us who have lived here long enough know that the weather can change, you know, on a dime. It it can be clear one one hour and then the next it'll be uh snow covered roads. And so if uh if you're going up into those canyon areas, make sure that you have proper snow tires or, or that you put chains on, uh the you know, any traction devices just just to make sure that you can navigate those steep uh, inclines and those canyon roads. Uh, we're seeing far too many people that are 
that are just going up that uh, that aren't prepared to uh, drive in those conditions, and, and it just changes so quickly. Um, so so it's it's probably best just not not to uh, not to leave the house without uh, proper snow tires. And if you if you if you don't take that advice, if you do find yourself, uh, do, do you pull over? Do you try to keep moving? Uh, in terms of practical uh, advice, what, what do you do if you are caught in one of those situations, either by you know circumstance or due to your uh, you know, forgetting the the first advice he gave. Yeah, I, I would I would suggest getting to a to a safe spot to uh, stop. You don't want to pull over on the side of the road because because uh, you know, unfortunately, if, and if you slide off, uh, if you hit a slick spot, there's a good chance that other people could hit that same slick spot, and then uh, then you're in some real t- trouble there. Um, you know, if it's if it's an emergency, you can always call call uh, 911 and uh, if, if you're in if you're in over your head uh, you know it's just it's it's a good idea to get to a safe stopping point uh, you, you guys good on resources you have trucks deployed you have uh, the salt stores everything you need we do I, I just checked our uh, our UDOT traffic app and we have plows out all across the uh, valley and up in the mountains especially that's where our efforts are concentrated right now we're expecting this to go through maybe the next four to five hours. And, and so, you know, if you're, if you're heading home from work on a Friday afternoon, just remember to slow down. And, and, uh, and even if, even if it doesn't look slick out there, even if it's just wet roads, if you're going too fast, you can, you can hydroplane, you can hit those slick spots. And, and uh, we just want to make sure everybody gets home safely tonight. I've seen, as I have been monitoring some of your cameras uh, peppered throughout the state, I have seen uh, snow plows leading long trains of cars. And in a few instances, I've seen a few cars trying to, to get around them. What's the proper etiquette for driving near a snow plow uh, engaged in snow plowing? Well, I'm glad you asked. We, uh, we, we do see a lot of people that are trying to uh, pass the snow plows. And, and it's understandable. People get impatient. But Unfortunately, a lot of times they don't see that we have a wing blade, which is a blade that comes out onto the side, and they'll run right into it. And so you just want to stay far enough back so that you're not having having uh, the snowplow throw up rocks into your windshield. And, and, you know, the safest place to, to be, we always say, is about 200, 300 feet uh, behind a snowplow. You're going to get to where you're going safely. It might take you a little bit longer, but, but you're really not going to get anywhere in a rush in, on a day like today anyway. Yeah. And you said, uh, how, how far into the day are you expecting uh, these conditions? We're expecting that, uh, that the snow should pass somewhere around 5 to 6 o'clock, and then we'll be cleaning up a little bit afterwards. So well into the evening, I think, uh, I think we can expect uh, some slow-and-go conditions. And, and it's, you know, if, if, if uh, we can get everybody to slow down and, and get everybody to, uh, to drive as if, uh, you know, they're – they are going to be facing these uh, snow-packed roads, even if it's just wet. Then I think we're we're uh, we're going to be in good shape here. All right, uh, John Gleason with uh, Utah Department of Transportation. Thank you so much for your insight and information here. Uh, we're going to stay apprised of this situation. We have uh, the ever ready Ricky Meese ready to report on any incident, specifically or generally, as they shape up here in the state. John, again, thanks for your time. Thanks, Lee. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, all right, so that's that. I, I told you the, the weather might uh, get us, might change our plans, and so it is. Uh, and I'm talking to you if you're out there driving right now. Take every bit of the advice you just heard from John Gleason. Uh, if you don't need to be out, maybe don't go out. If you are ill-equipped to handle some of the winter conditions that we face here in Utah, in particular up in the canyons, uh, you know, don't, don't, try to, don't try to arm wrestle nature.
there's a good chance you're not coming out on top of that battle. Uh, and be prudent when you are around those snow plows. Give them some distance. Uh, don't try to pass and be courteous to those uh, uh, out on the road with you, your fellow motorists. All right, we're going to take a quick break right now. When we return, we're going to get back into our look at next week's impeachment trial. We have a, a professor from Utah State University going to talk about what could the impact be on politics in general, the Republican Party, and the future of Donald Trump. Damon Can, my guest next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office to meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.